I'm Aiden Matthews. I'm Zack Snyder. And welcome back to another episode of another YouTube podcast, the one-stop shop for everything in my bank account related. With me, as always, is my guest, Little Wayne. <laughs> Young Wheezy. <laughs> Young Moolah, baby. I figured he would be a pretty good guest to have uh, on this 21 Savage bank account related podcast. Has a cover coming out. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah. Um, so instead of saying I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight M's in my bank account, he uh-huh. says I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten bank accounts. Wow. Groundbreaking. Truly revolutionary. I'm, I'm so glad I was able to get this great interview with the one and only Little Wayne. Exactly. Guys, down in the comments below, be sure to smash that like button um, <laughs> in order <laughs> in order to keep us relevant on YouTube. Thank you so much and uh there you go. yeah that's our podcast that's our podcast for today and uh you know <laughs> speaking of little wayne uh <laughs> let's talk about youtube all right of course yeah why not so uh <laughs> do you want to tell everybody what our topic is for today exactly we're not actually going to be talking about bank account although i wish we could <laughs> the actual the actual topic for this episode of a new youtube podcast <laughs> is going to be uh, uh software we're going to talk about all the software that we use, as long as software that we used to do, uh, used to use rather, mm-hmm. as well as just opinions, tips, maybe do a little review. Uh, you know, we'll talk about all sorts of stuff. And hey, we're going to be splitting it up into categories too. That way you can get to the part that's most relevant to you. Exactly. So that'll cool. be fun and all. But before we get there, drum roll, please. Aww. Let's. Let's make it, let's let's make sounds for your YouTube week, your week on YouTube, trademark. Aiden, do you want to start us off? Yes. It's really been like two weeks almost. Right. (laughs) It always seems to be. It's never, it's never the week on YouTube. It's the amount of time between the last two episodes of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. However, however long that seems to be. Well, I think my highlight of this week was actually that intro, like real talk. I mean... Am I ever? That's my first intro, and hmm. I felt like I kicked it out of the park. That's pretty good. So. There you go. Aiden asked me before the episode. He was like, "Can I do the intro this week?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> go for it." Little and did he, he know. Little <laughs> did I know he was going to meme it up a bit. <laughs> it's episode um, twelve. If you don't know what order podcast is, it was good. It's good. Why is it all? But in actuality, this was a really good week on YouTube for me personally. A lot of good stuff going on. Which is fun to report on because, for those who don't know, I haven't been at home, haven't been making any content. It's been kind of dreary. January was essentially a big waste of time. (laughs) But uh, with the changing of the months, we got some uh, stuff going down. Around January 24th, I started uh, started re-uploading an older Let's Play series that I found on my hard drive for content because I wasn't going to be able to record at the house I was at. So I'm like, yo, let me just go ahead and post these uh, old episodes. The Let's Play was uh, Kirby Superstar, and it was on a collab channel that was a part of called the Dupa Brothers. I called myself Dupa Aiden in it, and uh, <laughs> I regret everything. It was great. It was great. He uh, regret, regret he, everything. He posted this video, and the the first thing, one of the first things that comes out of his mouth in the video after his little intro about why he's uploading these old videos is, sure. Hey guys, I'm Dupa Aiden, and I. It was beautiful. It was, it was mm-hmm. beautiful to say the least. I got like two comments immediately. 
<laughs> not yeah. for the content of the video, just, just the name. The name alone. Dupe Aiden. I want Dupe Aiden back. Why? <laughs> Why specifically? I mean, you know, it's something about like late high school boys calling themselves Dupa just, you know, mm-hmm. gets me. I'm going to stop. Um, <laughs> Dupa, by the way, for the uninitiated, roughly translates to uh, Which is everybody. Booty. Booty. And the channel was essentially just a nicer way of saying the Butt Brothers. I didn't know that at the time. Uh, joining it, I mean, <laughs> but how many dupas do you yeah, have in yeah. your bank account? Exactly, not enough. Apparently, no, not nearly enough. Um, what about is was that it, or do you have anything? Uh, else? I just think that let's play was pretty important in general, despite the uh, stupidity, mm-hmm. because that was the first ever LP I finished, like all time. That was the first ever LP I finished. Pretty and cool. so it was kind of cool to be able to see sort of a little bit of my Let's Play roots on Blue Catch Productions. And it was also helpful because it got content out to uh, people who weren't getting it. Uploading it was a fun process because the internet out here, out there wasn't good. <laughs> so I had to upload them at the old house or sometimes just do it at college in the yeah. middle of the class. So if any of my professors listen to this, uh, you got to do that YouTube grind, man. Uh, <laughs> you understand that, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it reminds me. Uh, back in a couple of years of my high school YouTube life, like a whole entire two years, a lot of the videos that I uploaded were uploaded like during the weekend at a public library because I would just record and edit everything in advance and then upload like twenty videos one like one week out of the month. <laughs> at the public library it was great that's how it is sometimes when you don't have internet around and i got to experience that firsthand and that was that was not not a fun because yeah. if you messed up or if a file got corrupted or you didn't have time to redo it too bad mm-hmm. you know if the it. uploads take too long you're just gonna have to stick you know if my hard drive oh i don't know randomly disconnected you know i've had that happen multiple times here because Ironically, I work at a college library uh, four nights out of the week. So a lot of my editing is actually done during those work shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I'm uploading stuff there, my hard drive likes to get disconnected randomly sometimes. Which is fine. It's the greatest. It's kexty. It's it's pretty kexty. Uh, it's not, it's not but you know. <laughs> it's great. Fantastic. Uh, urban sling aside. Yeah. Uh, my week on YouTube has been almost non-existent, dude. Mm-hmm. It's just been not, not, not a good week on YouTube. Uh, and that's just because I've been really busy with other things outside of YouTube. So it's like, I guess it could Was be it really worse. a bad week. <laughs> yeah. So I got three videos out and you know, that's, that's better than zero. Fair. It's also better than one because three is, three is better than one. Uh, but it, you know, part of my new year's resolutions, part of my goals this year was to get a video on every single day. And then I kind of slacked on the gaming channel this week too. Although I did start streaming again. So that's good. It's, it's been a week of ups and downs. Um, I performed in my college musical ensemble. They do a, they do a musical once a semester and I was in the orchestra for it. And so we had rehearsals for six days and then three performances uh, back to back. So I didn't have <laughs> really 
any time to do anything else except that. And then, you know, you, you have your school and shit that I had to deal with. And we've talked about how much I'm not a big fan of school right now in my life. So, <laughs> um, so what you're saying is excuses. 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 Yeah. And then, like, two days, I randomly got super demotivated, which never happens to me, and was just kind of depressed and, like, kind of sucked. Kind of sucked. That does suck. And it had to do with school. Go figure. Oh, I forgot to mention as mm-hmm. well. Uh, I finally moved this week. Yay. Just to update yeah. you guys. I finally moved. I now have Ethernet. I have most of my stuff here, including consoles, games, computer setup, three monitor stuff hard drives, all that thing. Uh, however, the couch has still not arrived yet, so my branding is, is going to be a little shitty for a couple of days. Yeah. So your blue couch doesn't have yeah. this blue couch. It's kind of... There's going to be a questions on the couch that's going to come out that's not going to have the couch in it. <laughs> it's blasphemy. Yeah. I mean, the Let's Play part's like, no one cares. Like, whatever. It's fine. You know? But, like, yeah. questions on the couch, not having the couch. What kind of, what kind of moron am I? Kind of exactly imbecile but it's been really nice though in all honesty just because having the internet back having my stuff back i'm ready to, i'm ready to create again yay this whole yeah. chapter of january just being this depressing boring can't do anything at all time has just finally left you know you the year has truly started for me and it it's makes good. me feel a little bit better knowing that uh zach failed his goal of daily uploads as well <laughs> <laughs> thank because, you uh, I'm not a horrible person anymore. There you go. You know, at the end of the day, like the reason I, you know, talk about how I failed my daily upload goal. I, you know, I was depressed for a couple of days and didn't get anything done. Uh, the reason I mentioned that kind of stuff is because I know a lot of people also deal with the same things. Oh, I have to. Uh, and okay. you know, it, <laughs> it sucks. And at the end of the day, we're all human. We all make mistakes. We'll get Everybody over it. makes mistakes. Exactly. It's a classic Hannah Montana. <laughs> and mm. Montana line. Circa 2006, you know. It's pretty, uh, pretty fire. Yeah. Uh, what was that it? Yeah, I mean, that's, that was pretty much it. Can't think of I know you had a... Top of my head. I know you had a, uh... Okay, time to break the illusion a little bit. Yeah. This is the second time we're recording this, because <laughs> the first one was real shit. Yeah, that is and true. And my internet was bad. But I remember you also having a... It was a very interesting side conversation around this time and I forgot what it was was it reddit streaming uh, something you brought something up very interesting and I can't remember what it was reddit it was like I really good I can't remember anything about reddit oh you know what I did do this week that was kind of really really cool is I've been getting some like freelance opportunities oh and that I didn't cool. mention this uh, so I, I don't remember exactly what you're talking about but if you remember it remind me um, but I, I've been getting like some freelance opportunities. I went and made, um, I uploaded an ass sack like a week and a half ago and which is my Q and a series for anybody that doesn't know. And a guy named Chris Bote, who does a mental health channel called the rewired soul. Pretty dope channel. If you're into that, go check it out. He caught, he like sent me a message, uh, cause we're friends on Facebook. He was like, yo, I saw this, uh, how did you make this background in your ass sack? Cause I have like this, this background that I make. Yeah. <laughs> and so like I explained the process to him. He was like, wow, did it take that long? I was like, no, nah, it's about maybe an hour at most. And he was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, 
I could pay you to do one or could, you know, can I pay you to do one for me? And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> like I'm down. And so sure. not only that, but he also wanted a new end card. And so I did that for him. He posted the end card in a group that I'm in with uh, Roberto Blake, which I think I've mentioned before. Um, kind of this internship thing that I got going on there. And another guy like commented on that and basically have gotten like a couple of other opportunities to make some money doing some uh, graphic stuff. And it's kind of cool. That's, wonderful. That's really wonderful. Yeah. Because you and me, like something as simple as an end card or, you know, little transition signs, like, they're so they're almost cliches. They're almost run in the middle. They're like, eh, whatever. I mean, they're cool, yeah. I guess, but they're not amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you hear stories like this where people are dying to have one made and are willing to pay you actual money to do it. And all of a sudden you're like, Whoa, in cards are kind of amazing, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well <laughs> It's like for me, it's always been if I need something, and I had the problem with my logo before. I went to like Fiverr and I I've probably told this story before. I went to Fiverr, tried to get like a new logo done. It just didn't work out and had like all these problems with that. So I just figured, yo, I'll just make it my own, like myself. I'll figure out how to do it. And mm-hmm. that's how it's been for video editing. That's how it's been for Photoshop. Literally 95% of the things I've done in my life, like learning how to use computers and a lot of the music stuff I've done has just been, if I want to learn how to do it, I'll just do it myself. You know, if I need right. some kind of product, I'll just figure it out. Uh, but you know, we live in a world where we can trade, you know, talents and skills and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure that eventually if I make the money to do so, like I'm going to, you know, have somebody edit my videos for me or at least certain videos. You're going to invest it back into the channel. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's cool to see this, you know, happening in real time because a lot of people in our situations as content creators, have problems making money doing this, especially at the beginning of our, you know, our journeys. And one of the ways that you can make money doing this is by doing a little active income and going out and finding freelance opportunities or, you know, doing things such as that instead of relying on like YouTube ad revenue and stuff like that. Sure. Cause people are in need for those kind of types of services that you, as you guys just heard. Yeah. Like, you know, People want that stuff. They do. And if you're willing to uh, offer it up, you never know. Mm-hmm. I think I remember what the conversation was. I brought up, or you brought up your awkwardness for character development video. Which That's right. Well. Was that, that, that was technically the last week. That's right. Or technically and, the week before. And we were talking, I think, a bit about editing. And I was impressed by the fact that you had the text. In such a in such an interesting way. And we went oh on a whole, yeah. We went on a whole tidbit about pacing and editing and stuff like that and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So uh, just briefly, I made a video about a show on Netflix, and I got a compliment on the editing on that. And I think you also said it was good. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty cool to kind of see like people. Uh, you know, tell me my editing was good because it's one of those things that I've I felt like I've been strong at for a while. But what I did differently with this video was just kind of the creative, uh, the creative, des- the design of it, not so much the technical aspect of it was was different. So what I learned with with editing is that a lot of editing doesn't have anything to do with the technical aspect of it because you can just learn those as you go along 
a lot of editing videos and making them look good. It's just kind of taking, like figuring out like different visions and different creative outlooks to to express yourself. And even taking risks too, trying something oh, yeah. you've never tried before. Definitely. Doing something different. What, what can I do to make this video stand out from other ones? And that can be hard and can take a lot of time. On the mm. other hand, there's a thousand different YouTubers out there that you can watch and get inspiration from in editing wise, you know? Mm-hmm. Editing isn't something that's like trademarked and copyrighted and, you know, if you um, see something cool in a video, you can do a version of that. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, the first video that I was really proud of was a Nintendo the History video, and I'm not as proud of it now as I was because I've gotten better. But um, a lot of the editing techniques and stuff that I found out in that was because I had watched a lot of game theory recently, and I was like, hey, I could do some of those things. That's not that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, the... The background and ask Zach that I had somebody want me to do a version for them. I got inspiration from that by watching a Philip DeFranco video, and <laughs> turns out the guy that wanted me to do a background, literally, and and the end card wanted an end card just like Philip DeFranco. So <laughs> that was interesting. It um, all comes back full circle. Yeah. So you can you know you can take ideas and design elements of videos, and it's almost encouraged. Like, is it copying? I don't think so because as long as it's not like you know the exact same video and you're doing the same ele- you know the same images and the same video stuff mm-hmm. it's you know that that's copying right there's a difference between ripping off an entire video and the transition somebody used in a video right like, exactly <laughs> a lot less people are going to get mad at you for borrowing a transition and here's the thing too if you go to like film school or something like that they're going to tell you a lot of the same thing oh yeah right? absolutely so do you want to do it for free and learn it online or do you want to pay somebody to do it? Either way, they're not copyrighted, right? They're not awful like that. But that's just that's just an interesting tip. We're not going to go into all the little bit of the conversation, but I think Zach covered it pretty well. Uh, take risk, have fun editing, and try something new with your next video. Who knows? Definitely. If it doesn't work out, you could possibly use it for something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that take risk big. is it's really important. I've just been all week on YouTube. Yeah, boy. And so now we can finally get back to talking about 21 Savage again, which I've been waiting for. Yeah, so what's your favorite time. 21 Savage song? Mm, I think the, the the one called Silence, where you uh, turn off <laughs> your speaker <laughs> and uh, just listen to nothing. <laughs> I find that that one has the hardest message. The yeah. pretty sickest beat. And uh, it's the less mm-hmm. annoying, the least annoying 21 Savage song, I think. There you go. Yeah. Got it from from, from here. Yeah. Uh, for, first and foremost. Well. Oh. Um, oh. Now, now let's get into our actual topic. Right. Talking about software. Software. Uh, shout out to Patient, who will read her comment at the very end with the comments. But basically she asked, since we did a video on... Uh, Hardware, what hardware you should probably use for for YouTube or hardware that you can use. She wanted to hear one on software, which is fair. And I know we've covered some of this stuff before, like in that episode in particular, we talked about a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna go in depth this time and uh, spend spend our time telling stories and uh, software you can use, how to use it to the best of your ability. Might even do a little bit of rating stuff. Who knows? We're getting nerdy on here. 
We're getting Software. really technical and really specific. Kind Software's of. <laughs> kind of, yeah. As bad as specific as a YouTube podcast is going to get. Exactly. <laughs> Granted. Although, until that algorithm episode happens, and then that'll be the most technical, probably. Fuck. Be a bunch of numbers. Yeah, for real. But software Uh, is cool in the fact that like all YouTubers need hardware and equipment, right? And typically, a lot of hardware and a lot of equipment you kind of need to have, right? You kind of have to have all this sort of stuff, and oftentimes you have to pay kind of a, a premium for it. Stuff like cameras, microphones, and the like. Software is a bit interesting in that number one most of the time it's not required at least not a particular program right and the other thing too a lot of it's free out there guys like there <laughs> there's stuff you could download today if you yeah. haven't heard about it which is really cool and i think it's something that sets software apart granted some software does cost money and some programs are definitely better than others mm. uh, but there's a lot more options and variety no matter what level of content creator you are there's, there's a piece of software for you, which is great. Which is really nice, yeah. You And you can kind of get even some of the, like, basic software. You can do more with it if you look into tutorials and stuff. And then the more advanced, uh, you know, software, if you want to get it for just the sakes of having that for the future, you can learn with the software without it hindering your progress, which is really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I agree. It's never, it's never all at face value. You can always in, improve and try new exactly. things and learn new things. I'm doing that all the time. Vegas, oh, same. Just new programs in general. It's great. I've learned about like five keyboard shortcuts in the last month that's going to save me a tremendous amount of time in 2018. <laughs> I'm really excited about that. <laughs> This dude's fetishizing keyboard shortcuts. Over Dude, they save you fetish. so much time. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not when wrong. When you can, I didn't know it was possible. You can watch a video at double the speed while you're editing it in Adobe Premiere. And it, dude, it's it's so much time saved. <laughs> it was legitness. Exactly. Oh, man. Very much legitness. Let's go ahead and start with our first category, mm-hmm. software. Let's start with audio programs. You got to have that good audio or people are going to are gonna leave. And yeah. it's safe to also assume that more people care about good audio rather than good video, which 100%. I've always found to be weird and interesting. Considering it but, is a video. Right. Like, <laughs> YouTube is a video site, yet the majority of the basics and importance is placed on audio a lot of the time. But it makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Sure. People's thresholds are different, is the thing. Like, a lot of people have a very small threshold for audio and what they consider acceptable than they do video right right some people don't mind watching 480p believe it or not you know but mm-hmm. there's very few people who want to listen to hi guys it's me <laughs> you know like that Ex- you know exactly <laughs> i mean when you look back at like 2006 2007 youtube you're gonna have a lot of 480p but what separates the better channels from the you know the not so good channels is the audio mm-hmm that and like you know the subjective quality of the video and whether it was actually entertaining or enjoyable but a lot of those older videos are just not watchable anymore not because of the video because you can get over that it's it's the audio that's what people have the hardest time with Mm -hmm. luckily there are options out there for you 
we're kind of gonna talk about these programs or switching off and stuff like that uh we're gonna kick it off with audacity everybody and their mother at, at one point or another i feel like have used audacity like it's so it's so widespread and i don't want to say mm. basic but just useful it's so very useful and easy to get at that like so many people have used audacity at one point or another heck people still use audacity i'm one of them i used it earlier today sure enough <laughs> here we are uh but audacity it's a program you can download fairly easily doesn't take a lot of space pretty quick pop it up and then you can uh, record audio in and, stereo in uh, mono all sorts of stuff the best thing is uh it's free yep it's completely free. So if you're one of those people that don't have a lot of money to start YouTube, welcome to the club. <laughs> and you can use Audacity, which is pretty great. Audacity is the YouTuber starter pack of software. Mm. <laughs> I'm willing to wager. I'm willing to wager Audacity is in that, that YouTuber starter pack of software. YouTuber, podcaster, like really just, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Anyone, it's pretty good. anyone at all. The only people who don't use Audacity are the people who have it all recording via like one thing. So they don't mm. want to separate tracks or have to sync or anything like that. But if you're not doing that, Audacity is here for you. Uh, you can do a lot of cool stuff with it. You can distort your voice if you want, do some weird voice effects. You can mm. raise the pitch, you can raise the speed. You make shitty night cores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah the best the best i love the them nightcore. i unironically love them oh i oh. hate nightcore <laughs> fair enough i get it's why the same song sped off yep i mean hey if you're if you're a guy like me that doesn't have enough time to enjoy too many things i guess maybe the nightcore is the way to go i'm still like when it comes to my music i'd rather just listen to less music fair enough you know. It got me into more songs, I'll say that. There's a lot of stuff I didn't even listen to. It's interesting. The, the Nightcore <laughs> variation of, which is bizarre to a lot of people. Yeah, but, but at the end of the true. day, Audacity definitely has a lot of customi customization options that most audio software have, uh, and you just have to learn how to do it in a more manual way than instead of using like plugins and stuff like a lot of software will allow you to do these days. Sure. And because Audacity is so widespread, there's many tutorials that'll teach you how to do that. Oh, yeah. 100%. Easily. Which you can cut audio bad. in mm -hmm. Audacity. You can mute specific parts. Noise removal is one of my favorites. Noise you have removal a noise is in the background, very important. It's gone. You don't even need it no more. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Um, I like it a lot. The only, the only downside to Audacity is that... In, in terms of like different tracks you can put different tracks in there but it's not going to be it's not going to be like a uh, a timeline mm -hmm. like most like most video softwares will do and then some audio softwares have emulated this this kind of effect of having the timelines available uh, but because it is a free software that you know you get which you know you get what you get right obviously some effects on there your compression and all that Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it isn't going to be as good as something like Adobe Audition or anything like that. 
right. it's going to offer something comparable. It's going to offer something that most people won't be able to tell the difference. And it's going to run fairly good too, no, no matter how long your file is, you know? Exactly. It's going to get you, it's going to get you through the first few years of YouTube, let alone just the first year. Just forever. <laughs> just, yeah. just forever. Again, <laughs> I'm still using it to this day. So Right. In the in the age of podcasts and stuff like that, Audacity is just gonna be something that a lot of people are just gonna have. Mm-hmm. At least for the YouTube ones. Maybe some professional podcasters somehow secretly hate Audacity, but none that I know. <laughs> no, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Um, but as far as audio goes, if you want the more advanced programs, if you're, if you're trying to get more into audio engineering, audio mastering, you want to make sure you have the top notch, best audio quality imaginable because you bought a really expensive microphone mm-hmm. or maybe you didn't and you just want, you know, you just want those options. Uh, I would highly recommend Adobe Audition. Um, and as with all the Adobe software that I'll be talking about on here, uh, you can get it all on the Adobe Creative Cloud, which I do have. Uh, I pay a $30 monthly subscription with the student fee. Unfortunately, it's $50 a month when you're not a student. So that's going to be fun to have to pay soon. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's it's definitely very valuable software and the, the way that I do my audio mastering and the way that Adobe Audition allows a lot of plugins, it's it's very invaluable. And I again another soft another program that I use every single day. I have no experience with any of the Adobe related products in this video. Just gonna go ahead <laughs> and throw that out there. Uh, so yeah, I can't really say a whole lot there. It does all work really well with each other, though, from what I what what I heard. Right. What's really nice about all of this software is, um, and I'll talk about Adobe Premiere more in a bit with the video editing stuff. But basically, when you're editing a video, when you have your audio in there, or if you have any pictures in there, you can just right click one of those, uh, right click your audio. It'll say Edit in Adobe Audition. It'll pull up Adobe Audition and pull up your audio in there. You can edit it. Mm-hmm. Click save and it'll automatically save it to your video file. Same with pictures and Photoshop. So the Adobe ecosystem makes all those pretty convenient with each other. You don't really exactly. Have to go out of your way and get a bunch of other programs and stuff like that. Also, if you have like group projects, if you're working on it with multiple people, uh, you can save these things in real time, if I'm not mistaken. So that's pretty cool. I don't use any of this, but I I feel like this is something that I might end up using in the future um, when I get into bigger projects with other people and stuff. Hmm. But yeah, I highly recommend the Creative Cloud and we'll talk about the other software as we get out of the audio sphere. Can you get Audition by itself if you just want that? You can. So along with the other Adobe programs, you can pay $10 a month uh, for that. They have gone to the subscription fees with these, which a lot of people don't like, and I understand that 100%. Um, If you don't want to do that, they probably have it with Audition, but I know for Photoshop and Premiere, you can buy the Elements version, which is not quite as good as the Pro, but still way better than a lot of free software. You can usually get these for like $50 or less. Uh, in a box set and then just install it on your computer that way. Pretty easy. So yeah. 
Easy peasy. You know, costs you a little bit of money, but it's not nearly as expensive as some of the other software uh, that we'll we'll talk about. <laughs> oh yes, there there's a lot worse, even even in our video. And even for like the subscription based model, you're gonna get your money back eventually if you continue to do this for a long time. Right. So that's the thing, though. You actually have to use it. So right. If you're lazy, you might not want to go ahead and buy a subscription just because yeah. you know it's money going to waste. Don't want to do that. Exactly. Definitely get used to some of the free software first. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That way you can kind of figure out because especially if you're one of the people listening to this podcast, just kind of starting YouTube and using this as your guidelines, uh, you want to use the free software to get your, you know, get your feet wet with video production in general, because it might not be for you. And sometimes it's not for everybody. So if you're a student and they have that on those computers and at that college, take the fuck advantage of it though. (laughs) Oh, definitely. So I know a lot of people use that and, like Zach said, the student discount code helps a ton as well. So take advantage of it if you're in that position. I actually was, uh, I worked as a web developer for uh, about half a year, a little over half a year, and they needed me to have the creative cloud for stuff. So they paid for it for like the entirety of me working there. So that was pretty dope. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then I got very dependent on it and I had to start paying it out of my own wallet. So that was great. And he was like, re? Pretty much. That's what you got on Adobe Audition? That's Adobe Audition. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take you back in time Mm -hmm. to a little program. I don't know if you've heard of it before. Uh Called Skype. Skype? What's that? You know when you like go in the Museum of Natural History and you see like (laughs) dinosaur bones? Right yep. next to the dinosaur bones is, is this old program that cavemen used to use to communicate with each other over the internet called Skype. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was pretty helpful back then because sometimes uh, if cavemen wanted to do, like, collab Let's Plays, per se, mm-hmm. Skype was pretty easy to just get in a call. But the problem was, how are you going to be able to record that call? Well, here came a little program <laughs> called the Skype Audio Recorder. Would download it. Pretty small again. Doesn't take up a lot of space. Fairly easy. Won't crash mm-hmm. on you. And each time you got in a Skype call, it would automatically record it. So calls with friends or important calls or let's plays. Don't even have to think about it. Once it's there, it just does its work. And it's by far the best way to record uh, collab projects for YouTube on Skype. Would I recommend doing that today? No, Discord is an option, and you should use it. <laughs> Speaking of software, you should use Discord. Yeah, just in general, just go, just go use Discord. All right. Mm-hmm. Skype, Skype, Skype is useful to some people. Nine out of ten people probably not though. Go pick up Discord or Teamspeak or whatever. Who cares? Yeah. There's like eight thousand options for that as well. But Skype audio recorder was really cool in the fact that it ju- it just made just made recording audio off a of Skype call so easy. Mm-hmm. Unless your call crashed. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe your friend left. Maybe yeah. you were in the call with somebody and they said the N-word real loud. You're like, man, really wish. Really wish that didn't happen. That's <laughs> check relatable. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't happen to know about that, would you? No, all? I wouldn't happen to know anybody that does that at all. Interesting. Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I used to use Skype Recorder. 
Uh, the, one of the too. funniest things about it is that sometimes it would just record your call randomly without you pressing a recording button. And so one day I happened to see that I had like 50 calls of like me talking to friends and Skype recorded. And so that was, that was pretty great. Um, you listen back to them? I listened back to a couple. I wished I still had them because that would be, that'd be, be an fine. enjoyable experience. Uh, but then I also <laughs> uploaded a couple of them to YouTube and I titled it a series called random Skype, Skype calls that my computer recorded. And uh, a couple of people got pissed off at that. Most people were, thought it was hilarious and they were, they thought it was cool to go back and listen to these conversations even though right. none of them were like particularly, you know, in, what is it, incriminating? Right. It's a piece of history. Piece yeah. Of history. But uh, there was a couple of people that were like, uh, "You just uploaded this without my permission." Right. I didn't know we were recorded. I was like, "Well, I didn't either." <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> so. But what is this privacy you're referring to? Get out of my home. privacy. This is America. I don't mind, though, that it randomly records just simply because audio didn't take up a lot of space, at least compared to video. So having, like, 8,000 calls is fine as long as they were in their own folder. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. So, eh, what are you going to do? I wish there was a Discord audio recorder. I would, I, would, I would download the crap out of that. Yeah. But, I mean, today, a lot of the programs that you're going to record audio with doesn't require a separate program. Um, Unless you just want to record the audio directly for podcasts. And then I think I I had this working with Adobe Audition at one point and I just have not gone back to do it because it took way too much time to set it up on my old computer. But I think you can actually record your audio and your and a Discord audio or Skype audio as separate separate tracks in Adobe Audition. You can do Um, that on OBS too. So yeah, you can do it in OBS as well. Um, if you're wanting to record the video along with it. It's definitely a product of a bygone era, but uh, mm. still pretty cool regardless. And hey, if some of you use Skype, maybe that'll help you out. Yeah. Maybe you'll be like, well, dudes, thanks. Now I can record my bad Skype calls. Thanks, bro. There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much. All the errors people. included. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's audio. Oh, no, we got one more. Do we have another one? We got one more. Oh, boy. Yeah. I won't talk about it a whole lot because I don't have a whole lot of experience with it. Okay. But uh, I use a program called Levelator. Oh, that's right. And basically, you take your little WAV file, you put it in, and it levels out your audio. It also uh, does a couple of other things. I don't know the exact audio terms. Is that like a compression? uh... Yeah. Yeah, okay compression and all that stuff and it just does it all right there and it spits out a copy as well as the original and you Mm -hmm. get to listen to them sometimes it's helpful depending on what type of wish you have and whether or not you want to do editing to your audio other times i'm used to the sound of my own voice and i think it sounds horrible sam but i'm bad at audio editing so don't listen to me (laughs) (laughs) i found Um, out about it via the odd ones out he mentioned it in a tutorial i'm like okay that's cool that's pretty cool What's nice about going back to Adobe Audition just right quick is that a lot of the, what that program does you can do in Adobe Audition with presets. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me months to get the, the like the settings that I actually liked with my audio, um, but I I have a couple of presets now to where I throw my audio in, 
um, do a, what is it? Uh, fuck. I can't remember the actual words right now. It's, <laughs> it's late. Uh, but I have, I have certain presets that I automatically do every time I record anything and it works good and I like it. So, and I would steal those presets, but the thing is they probably only really work well for your voice <laughs> for the most part. Um, you could tweak a couple of things. Sure. I wouldn't know what to touch. I'm like, what's this fair. do? Oh, my voice sounds like the whole great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Did I really need that? No. Oh. there you go. Or is there a preset where I can get my voice to sound even more like a 12-year-old? Like, that's what I would want. Uh, that is called the Roblox preset. Oh, not nice. <laughs> that's that you, have to, uh, you have to give me Robux to, to uh, you know. Yo, to real question. Those. Yeah. Do you have a Poopy McButtbutt69 preset? I don't. Ooh. ooh. That's, that's all the natural voice, boy. That's acting. <laughs> it's all acting. I am an actor, okay? I don't need no preset. No preset I'm an actor. But that I thought about it. it. I thought about it. You did? Yeah, I thought about like doing like a higher pitch on the audio. <clears throat> but I thought it was fine. So I didn't bother great. with it. Yeah. Would have been perfect. But that'll do it for audio. Uh before we leave this little section in particular, mm. uh can we kind of leave with like a little uh, rating or a recommendation in particular? Like maybe yeah. one out of five, one out of five stars. How about that? <clears throat> Keep it simple. Okay. Just with each one. Let's start off with Audacity. Um, I'd give it a solid four out of five. I'll go five out of five because it's just so simple. And as my overall recommendation for this whole section, by the way. There you go. Throw that out. Uh, next up, let's go ahead and do Adobe Audition. Give that a five out of five. Yeah. I would rate it, but I haven't used it, so I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> fair. But it, you know, it's fair enough. Uh, I did right. want to say Audacity is a five out of five for anybody that needs a recording pro software. Uh, exactly. I, I give it a four out of five because there's because an audition is better. Right. If you're trying to be a professional. Fair enough. Uh, all right, let's see. Skype <laughs> Skype audio recorder. Back in the day, I'd give it a solid three. <laughs> now it's like a solid 1.5. I'll go I'll go a two just because it's so outdated. But it does yeah. work. So, I mean, eh? Two yeah. stars. But see, sometimes yeah. it didn't work for me, so that's why I get that, that three <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would have rated it like a, like a three or a four back in the day. But now it's just like, in 2018, it's a two. Yeah. And then finally, Levelator. I have no experience. (laughs) I'm going to go with Solid uh, 3. It's helpful sometimes. Other times I don't like it. But uh, it's at least worth experimenting with. If you want a software to just experiment with, try out Levelator. Wouldn't exactly get a recommendation out of it for me. But uh, who knows? I might try it out more and love it one day. There you go. Cool. So the next topic is all about photography. Our, uh, you what know, Zach? thumbnails. What Zach? <laughs> or graphics. What Zachary? <laughs> um, hate to uh, burst your bubble, but uh, I'm a YouTuber, so mm-hmm. uh, I only do video. Why? Why should I care about photo software when I'm a YouTuber, my boy? 
Well, um, 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 if you have terrible thumbnails, nobody would want to watch your videos. What do you mean, dude? <laughs> what do you, my screenshots, <laughs> get them all in. <laughs> but no, I mean, hey, it's all you, man. No one, but when you have six views on your video because your thumbnail is bad, hey, don't say I didn't warn you. Actually, I have seven views, so I get fucked. <laughs> Oh man, uh, but yeah, like photo software is pretty good for thumbnails specifically, but also graphics in your videos. Uh, I mean, you can do a lot with with photo software. It's pretty imperative to uh, the the content creator and YouTuber life here. Yep, I was making making a joke with that because in actuality, photo software super helpful, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Thumbnails and like and we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll get into it. We'll go ahead and get into it. I'm gonna let yeah. Zach start off with the first one because I did the last two. Cool. So the first one that I would mention is a uh, good old Microsoft Paint. Yes. <laughs> um, I like partly as a joke, but most mostly not a joke because mm-hmm. I did use this back in the day. Though I think there are there are better free software. Um, but if you're, for whatever reason, you can't download this other free software, you can still do the job with Microsoft Paint sometimes with uh, thumbnails if you want to do some really basic stuff. I'd recommend Microsoft Paint to people who live in 2008 or 2009. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you're one of those people and you're even allowed to upload thumbnails because originally you couldn't <laughs> right, at all, to those yeah, people no, I would recommend Microsoft Paint. <laughs> That's fair. Or Breaku, who makes shitty memes out of it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft Paint was the only thing that I knew of that could do anything with photos that wasn't things you had to pay for back mm-hmm. in the day. So I used it for my original thumbnails, which were terrible. They were, they were really bad. But it's better than nothing. That's debatable. <laughs> my screenshots might have actually been better than some of those because none of them were the actual right size. <laughs> I would take I, I'm not kidding my Earthbound Let's Play the original thumbnails that it used to have yeah. was like a picture of like the box art or some shit and it was like 900 by 550 or some something it wasn't 1280 by 720 so you wouldn't even get the entire picture on the on the thing like you should have it was so weird dude that's great what are you talking about that's yeah. And it wasn't just that. But I will say my Chrono Trigger uh, Let's Play, my original thumbnails for that, um, this was right after I had been able to actually upload original, you know, actual thumbnails. Because you used to, I couldn't. Um, I <laughs> I actually put down the title of the video on every single thumbnail. So it took me forever to make these thumbnails. And it was a pain in the ass. And but was it worth it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. If you could go back in time mm-hmm. and offer old Zach or young Zach rather mm-hmm. <laughs> a better software, would you? Or would you just watch him suffer and be like, little Kexty? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'd probably tell him to quit YouTube. <laughs> but I mean, Vimeo was so much better back then. Hmm. <laughs> Vimeo's um, worth that. But uh, you have a better software that I didn't hear about until after we had met. True. It's free. True. 
But granted, this was a little bit after Paint. Uh, right. But the software that I used to edit photos in the first one that I figured out about that wasn't Paint was GIMP. And GIMP mm-hmm. is pretty cool because, number one, it's free. Yes. Number two, again, you're not going to crash on GIMP. Very easy, very lightweight, all that sort of stuff. Number three, almost anything you can do in Photoshop, you can do in GIMP. And that was the selling point for me, is that it was a free software that had a lot of options. The previously free software, like Paint, didn't have all the options you needed to make thumbnails. You know, stuff like making mm-hmm. the image transparent was a pain in the ass. Stuff like sizing text was a pain in the ass, right? Like, and even all the new things you can do, like mess with opacity, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Really cool when you figure it out, but, you know, when you're just messing with paint it can be kind of kind of difficult you can resize yeah. things which is great you can make things pixely oh my favorite thing about GIMP, the drop shadow the drop <laughs> shadow is the best photo editing technique and uh, everybody should use it <laughs> and the people who already use it should use it more <laughs> that's how good drop shadow is <laughs> i mean i i would disagree but you yeah. know i mean you're wrong but you know what, what do i know <laughs> what do i know <sighs> But, uh, yeah, GIMP sounds pretty dope. I downloaded it randomly uh, a few months ago, just to kind of test it out and see how it would, how it would be. Um, I use Photoshop now, but I wished I had it back in the day. Would have been nice. Would have been so helpful. Would have been very, very helpful. <laughs> but GIMP is something that I would recommend, especially to people starting out, because a lot of people use GIMP. And there's plenty of tutorials online for it as well. So if mm. you want to like get started and learn some of that stuff, it's great. Uh, and granted, some things are different about GIMP compared to Photoshop, but a lot of the basics transfer over really quickly. So if you want to really start cool. out on GIMP and kind of work your way into Photoshop, that's also a pretty viable option. And so I think that's really cool as well. Mm-hmm. And you can export all your fun stuff, PNGs and gifs and jpegs if you want you know the options right. are there you just got to learn and Which, don't put cool text in you your know. thumbnails don't <laughs> <laughs> don't go to cooltext.com write text and put it in your thumbnails actually use the text tool it's a it's a pro tip <laughs> i used to use that for some things yeah it was a mistake I forgot about that was that in videos <laughs> some of the thumbnails <sighs> are still up they're still there <laughs> mistakes man mistakes uh but that's you know that's gimp that's gimp boy I, I think the big thing about it is that you know it's really nice to be able to transfer those skills over to other programs and i, th- I think that's what you're going to see a lot in a lot of these things <laughs> is that being able to transfer those skills is very important especially if you don't want to put too much money into things because that can be a hindrance when somebody is trying to start you know trying to start youtube well, that's the thing. The basics are universal. The only reason like skills wouldn't transfer is if like the way you do things is like so not normal mm-hmm. <laughs> that if you try anything else, you're like, Ugh, what is it? <laughs> what is this? Exactly. What do you mean I have to use the sh- don't have to use the shift key when writing text? You know, I, I thought you had to hold down shift to write text. Like, dude, on, what? <laughs> would that be awful? No, would that be, be awful? terrible? All oh, your numbers man. would just be. You know, the little, uh, little, uh, what are they called? 
Uh, don't know what you're talking about. You know when you hold shift and then use the number row and you get those little symbols there? Yes. What are those? What's that back row called exactly? Do they have a name even? They might not. Um, It's not ASCII, is it? ASCII. No, ASCII is, a, is like a language. ASCII. No, I don't think so. I mean, they're just symbols. I have no idea what it's called. Fair enough. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I'm but... stupid, yes. <laughs> Real talk. But, uh... Either way. Mm. The, the, the program that I would like to talk about next is the one mean only Photoshop. Yeah. Um, I started using Photoshop Elements, which was an inferior version to the in Photoshop Pro, simply because Photoshop Pro does more, but it also updates frequently, mainly because, again, I pay for it every month, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Photoshop Elements I used along with Premiere Elements. Again, we can talk about the video software soon enough. But it was really nice because I got to get used to the Photoshop atmosphere and uh, it wasn't as expensive. Sure. Yeah. You hop right in without having to pay a bunch up front. Exactly. And that's just a pro tip of software in general, guys. Like, there's people that will cash in a ton of money for all sorts of YouTube hardware, which is a practice I don't recommend, but I understand where that mindset comes from. Hmm. Don't yeah, do yeah, that sure. on software, <laughs> at least until you know what you're getting into. <laughs> right, because <laughs> a lot of software can be very complicated. Right. And you really have to get in that mindset of learning that software. You um, can't let it sit there. Photoshop, things like Photoshop, things like Adobe Premiere, the big thing about them is that they are very complicated for many things. Like, there's so much you can do with it that they... It, like in the grand scheme of things, they are complicated, but when it comes to the basics, it's just a tutorial way. Sometimes it's even intuitive, um, and you continue to grow with the software, which is nice. Mm -hmm. You don't uh, want there to be a ceiling on your software where you can't learn anything new anymore, right? Exactly. Because it means that that software is limited. So mm -hmm. while complex programs like Photoshop and the like can be hard for newcomers, at the same time, if they just figured out everything in one day, then everybody's Photoshop projects would look pretty similar to each other. <laughs> you know? You exactly. could do a whole lot of interesting things with it. Not to mm -hmm. say there's anything wrong with limitations, but Right. You wanna be able you wanna be able to grow. Wanna get you know, better. Agreed. You wanna see a cool cool picture and they're like, Man, how did they do that? I kinda wanna do that. You but again, that? The big things that uh, that allure people to Photoshop is one, it's really well known. Lots of people use them. So if you want to, you know, share files, you can do that easily. Uh, and then it works really well with Adobe Premiere, which is really nice. Sure. I think out of all the Adobe products, Photoshop is probably the most well known. Mm. Probably the one that's like most used by itself, I'd imagine. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Just because it's so multi-purpose. Right, versatile. You can apply it to a lot of fields. Mm -hmm. Meme making. Social Meme -making, media. Yeah. yeah. Making images for videos. Thumbnails. Mm -hmm. Like, you can you can picture it, you can do it. And that's very helpful for, for videos, you know? 
having mm -hmm. a good thumbnail, having an image that you can't find on Google Images, making social media content, doing what Zach did and making like a little graph about like bit shoot to YouTube views, right? Something he couldn't have yeah. just, something he could have illustrated in video or audio, but might not have reached its overall impact if he hadn't gone in and made a cool little, you know, image. Exactly. So you want that option available to you, you get the chance. And then the last software that's really not a software, it's a website that I'd like to mention is canva.com. And I'm really still new to this. I kind of found this randomly a few months ago when I was looking at some job descriptions. It was like, you must be able to use Canva. And I was like, all right, what is this? I learned how to use it. Um, but it's a really cool website that allows you to like make social media images, which you can do in Photoshop, but it makes it a little easier. It gives you some templates and it allows you to just kind of go with that. It's very custom customizable. Good for like Instagram pictures, Facebook pictures, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's Fair good. enough. Yeah. I don't think I've heard of Canva until this podcast. So that's kind of cool. Or you might yeah. have DM'd it to me, I think, one time. Probably. Maybe. I, I, I don't remember. Isn't that the one that can vectorize stuff? Because I remember there was a website that I found that did that. It might have been something else. There know. is a website that can vector stuff, which is also really nice. Um, because originally, I mean, also photos, Adobe Illustrator, um, I originally vectored my logo in, in Illustrator, but there are websites you can just kind of put a PNG or a JPEG on there. It'll automatically turn it into a vector and, uh, it's, it's pretty good. I like That's it. pretty cool. It saves the files weirdly, like the way it saves them is they kind of save them like graphs or something like that. So it's best to like zoom in on it on the website and then use like a snipper, like a snipping tool to do that. Interesting. Which is another really good handy tool, by the way, the snipping tool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I use that quite frequently for a lot of things. Imagine it comes in handy. Mm -hmm. I don't even need to imagine. I've, I've had situations where that just legitimately comes in handy. Mm -hmm. You never know. You I don't. think I'll wrap it up for the photo section. Let's go quickly over our ratings and the like. Mm -hmm. Let's start off first with Microsoft Paint. Oh, man. I give it another solid 1.5. I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go 1. Right. <laughs> Do not recommend it. There's so many better options out there today that you can yeah. uh, try out. All right. Next up, GIMP. Um, I'd give, I'd give GIMP a probably a three just cause I barely used it and it's free and it's still pretty good. Fair. I'm gonna go a solid a four out of five. You can't do everything, but mm -hmm. you can do a lot. And it's my recommendation, uh, for beginners. We're kind of paralleling the audio section a little bit here, but <laughs> the yeah. GIMP is definitely the beginner friendly option here. So which is good. And then next up. Photoshop. Photoshop is a five out of five. Yeah. It's a masterpiece. It's not a masterpiece. It's just pretty good. I like if you're it. a masterpiece <laughs> at, at editing photos, <laughs> then uh, grab yourself a little bit of that, a little bit of that Photoshop. Photoshop. It's good. Can't, can't read it because I haven't used it. And then That's fair. Canva. Let's just go ahead and rate Canva the site. <laughs> 
Um, I'd probably give Canva a four. It's it's really nice for beginners when it comes to images and stuff, and it is customizable. The only issue is is that there's still a limit. You know, you can't do everything you would do on Photoshop or anything like that. Plus, they do lock behind certain graphic stuff behind a paywall, uh, which kind of sucks. But shame is what it is. At the end of the day. Fair. I'll go. I'll go the same thing. I agree with you on a lot of those points. Yeah. Can't do everything, but you know, the few things I can do, super smooth. Yeah. But what now, it does do, it does well. But now hmm. we get into the hypest segment of our software roundup. Yeah. You know the thing we do on YouTube, video. Do we start with video recording and then go into editing? Yeah, that'll be fine. This video in itself is kind of broad. <laughs> There's a lot of There is. There is. Just very good for people like us. We're going to start with the video recording in particular. Mm-hmm. And uh, back in the day, back in the caveman prehistoric era, you know, around the time <laughs> Skype was still being used. That old. <laughs> exactly. People, people used to uh, use a little thing called Hypercam. And they'll record their little footage. They'll do all that. And they'll upload it directly to YouTube. No editing required. And you just see that nice, <laughs> beautiful, sexy, unregistered Hypercam logo right at the top for all to see. Yeah, boy. And, you know, looking back at it now, I get I get goosebumps. That's nostalgic. That's <laughs> goosebumps? That's nostalgia for me, you know? Get these goosebumps every time? Every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> Oh boy. References. <laughs> but did you yeah. use Hypercam at all? Uh, a little bit. A little mm-hmm. bit. I used Hypercam, probably Hypercam 3, uh, in a very short amount of time uh, between after I had used Cam Studio, which I do not recommend, after yeah. I had used Freeze Cam, which was bullshit because it only had a like a time what is it trial free trial and then uh before i used one of the other programs that we're going to talk about in a bit so i used it for a very short period of time you you didn't enjoy your experience on the hypercam i mean it was fine it did what i needed to do uh (laughs) but i I do believe it had um that unregistered mark i think i did have that in a few videos unironically dude that's sexy um that's my aesthetic, the unregistered Hypercam logo. I think that's why I like got something different, because I think I used it for just a few videos, and I was like, nah, I need something that's not going to have this bullshit on it. <laughs> something's not better. a fan. Exactly. I think, I think you summed it up best with Hypercam. Hypercam mm-hmm. 2, 3, the whole series, really. It mm-hmm. does its job. Yeah. That's about it, really. <laughs> it's yeah. a screen recorder. It's a screen recorder. And there's better options out there these days. A lot of better Much options. Better. I yeah. used it for recording emulators and parts of the Exploder show. I used it a lot there, in particular. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into it, <laughs> to that show because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to die of embarrassment. But uh, yeah, it was very helpful for that as well because I would need it for recording the games themselves, particular parts of the site, and mm. you know, it was just hitting the record button. You set up your little screen area that you're going to record, hit record, and then you just get the file. 
pretty simple and quick. And it didn't look too bad either. I mean, granted, it probably looked bad now. But yeah, at the yeah, time, yeah. I, could, I couldn't notice the difference. Or at least not one where I was like, oh, this is bad. Very I bad. think the problem with it is it does cost money. And so there are better free options out there. Sure. Especially now. So there's no reason to really use it. Hypercam definitely belongs in the in the camp of the Skype recorder and Windows, Windows, Microsoft Paint. Mm-hmm. That probably shouldn't use them. So we'll go ahead and move on. What yeah. you got? What you got? So the next one that I used was uh, Fraps. Mm. And gamers only. It was it was interesting. It was interesting. It did what I needed to do most of the time. Uh, again, I didn't use this one that long. I do remember one of the reasons I did end up using it is because it would fix some lag issues that I had with typical screen recorders. Um, because instead of recording the screen, it does what a lot of modern day softwares will do with games is record directly from the game, uh, using like the capture card or not the capture card, but the graphics card. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. The problem with it arose in file sizes because it would record them in AVI files, which are pretty heavy and, you know, they're pretty, they're pretty large in the first place, but these would be even larger. And so you'd end up with like a 20 minute video being seven gigs and there's just no need for that. There is. No, I'm a YouTuber. I'm not a... Not a storage man. Ain't got time to store all mm-hmm. big ass files. Wrong with you. The other problem with it was that it cost money, sure. uh, and it was like really expensive. So I may have used it without spending money. Ooh. I, don't, I don't know how you would do that. That's kind of I, I don't exactly know how that's possible, but I did right. I did that. Uh, so there you know that came with it. I think it's they're still doing. I think Fraps is still running. Perhaps people still are still using it. Um, but again, I think it's one of those things where there are better options now. My problem was it with it was that it was very poorly optimized. It took a ton of your memory and CPU. It did. And it mm-hmm. crashed all the fucking time. I never it did. got that thing to work at all for the short time that I used it. So for me, it was just like, screw the money part. Screw the rest of it. Like it's just It just wasn't a good program at the time. And it's I don't fair. think it's good now just because there's so many better options right there's better right. options in like nvidia cards just called shadow play where you can just record off of that software instead right like mm-hmm. the windows recording software now sure you know, even that's better and fraps really only purpose was just for recording games anyway so as a screen recorder by itself it wasn't even that great anyway oh well, there games. was no way for you to do it i don't think oh, you couldn't do it okay no sure. by my understanding it was just simply for games yeah, and so. it didn't do a good job at that. So I, I would advise to skip the fraps, <laughs> but it's something yeah. that we've all tried, I think. If you were right. your OG YouTube, you probably tried fraps at one point. I feel like it was good to mention, too. Camtasia. Camtasia. That's the, one the next one. Up. Yeah. Okay. So Camtasia, the recording, not the editing thing. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think they go under the same name, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But... It had a screen recorder, and it was probably the one that I got. If, if it wasn't Hypercam, I was probably using Camtasia a second to that in case mm-hmm. I needed something to look a little bit better. But Camtasia had its own set of problems of not wanting to work, 
having glitches with the recording. Sometimes the files would just end up being corrupted altogether, which really sucks. But right. it also offered cool things, like you can add a webcam to it. You can do audio on there and video, and I think it's separate even. Probably not. That might just be me dreaming of a better world. Uh, <laughs> but it, it was it was helpful for the time, and it was still just as easy to use as Hypercam. A little bit of a bigger program. Took a little bit longer. I don't think it's free at all. I know it's I not. got it for free. <laughs> I don't know how you would do that. but Right, you know. I figured I figured maybe Captain Hook might have the answer to that one, but you know, we should get on the podcast. And we should we should we should get we should get a pirate on the podcast. We should get an actual band of pirates. <laughs> yes. on the podcast to talk um, to talk to us about soccer. Not the ones with neck beards, right? That's, that's the gross. ones with real beards. The kind of um, people who drink Captain Morgan unironically. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the type of pirate I want. It's the kind of pirates you want. Yeah. Um, but. I also used Camtasia for the longest time. That was that ended up being my primary source of video recording uh, up until 2015 when I switched to the next one that I'll mention. But okay. uh, yeah, I used I used Camtasia for for a long time, and I really oh. liked it. Uh, the only issue I had with it was one: it's not well, one it wasn't free. And then two, when you recorded a video, in order to save the video, you did have to render it first, and then it would go into their editing software, and then after you edited it, you had to render it again. And I never understood why this was, but I'm, it's, I do not miss the days of having to wait another 20 to 30 minutes to record another video. Exactly. That sucks. Especially when you don't have a lot of time or you got school or something like that. Mm-hmm. That alone might be the killing the killing blow. <laughs> Especially with the other options out there today. Exactly. And that's the thing with video recorders is there's so many of them and a lot of them have not held up well. <laughs> well, like the first one I used was Cam Studio and it did not record game audio. So... Uh, take a take a little moment back to 2011 Zach who decided to start let's playing that's the thing that's the thing about this entire episode for us is that like there are better options now but back in the day when we were starting out you kind of just had to go with whatever was available no matter how bad it was right yeah the barrier of entry of making videos on YouTube was so much harder than it is today Agreed. For many reasons. And it's weird because the content was worse. <laughs> How did that work out? Very, and in a lot of ways, yeah. But then again, that kind of makes sense, though. Because if you spend so much time just trying to set up your recording, <laughs> your recording's probably going to be bad anyway. <laughs> yeah. There you go. But that's the thing. We were willing to put up with stuff like that because there wasn't another option half the time. Or if it was, it had its own unique glitches and problems. That sometimes mm. wouldn't get updated or wouldn't get patched, right? That's true. It's cool when you go on YouTube and you find like a tutorial and they mention a program that like you've never heard of. And it's almost like a gold rush feeling where you go download it and try it out immediately, hoping that it's better than the one you have. <laughs> yeah, that, so, that's exactly what like 2011, 2012 YouTube was. Right. Even up to like 2013 for me, it was a lot of just kind of trying new programs just to see if they'd be good. Sure. 
and you'd have to learn them because a lot of them did things in weird and interesting ways mm-hmm. sometimes for the better and sometimes for the worst but yeah cam studio exactly. kind of brought me back to that a little bit being like man i'm glad i'm not there anymore <laughs> yeah but uh, after camtasia i switched to open broadcaster software mm-hmm. obs but zach is fucking great but zach yeah oh yes it's for streaming cook oh you're right it is a streaming software but it also records how dope is that wow uh you're not a cut count wow Wow. i'm actually gonna gonna go download obs right now oh wait (laughs) i already have it downloaded and oh wait it's a really good program obs you're also a streamer so you know fair fair (laughs) obs is awesome i love obs me too it's a great sometimes Oh, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a love-hate relationship, really, now that I think about it. <laughs> but OBS uh, can do streaming, like Zach mentioned, and it can also do recording. So if you want to record mm-hmm. videos, both uh, from your screen, or if you want to record games, or if you want to record off a capture card, OBS is your one-stop shop for all that sort of stuff. OBS, I recommend to people who want all their video recording and streaming needs done Mm -hmm. in one software package. Now, granted, there are a couple of disadvantages to that. Relying solely on one program, if something goes wrong, (laughs) which in OBS, there's always something that goes wrong because it's open source. Yeah, You're ready to have to deal with that. The other problem is starting out on OBS is the worst. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty pretty bad. Not the you, downloading you, part, but the the learning part. <laughs> exactly. So bad. It, it's got a pretty steep learning curve. Um, right. And then even once you figure it out, like you still haven't figured everything out that it does. Uh, I finally feel like I've gotten to the point where I've mastered the software. I don't yeah, know about too. you. Okay. Yeah. Because once you do a lot of recording and streaming with it, you do kind of figure out how to make sure it's optimized well. Sometimes... Uh, the, the, the problem it being is that the settings are kind of convoluted right? and it's so customizable when it comes to recording and streaming that you have to really learn about what each setting does. And that's why you see a lot of videos on YouTube about like the best OBS settings of 2018 or, yep. you know, every year there's a new one that right. people put out. And it makes sense. And I've, you know, I use them every once in a while. What's nice is that recently in beta, they have put out a wizard, a configuration wizard in OBS Mm. that will automatically check your PC. It'll Mm. automatically run a test stream and it'll tell you like what the best settings are for you personally. Goddamn. Ooh. Now, I ran this and it did wonders for a while and then I had a couple of other issues and I just had to tweak a couple of settings but because it's still in beta that's to be expected either way that's that's super nice if you're you're getting into OBS in 2018 that's really awesome and I'm glad less people are going to have to deal with the bullshit we had to I'm setting it up for the first time and learning it and tweaking it and all that sort of stuff yeah definitely a bit jealous you know <laughs> yeah why can I be like them come on why can't I be like a, a new YouTuber? The heck? But yeah, OBS is great. <laughs> it's got a dark mode, which is nice. Mm-hmm. 
You can switch scenes pretty good. The transitions are cool. You can add sources. So each little part of your scene has its own little thing that you can show or not show, which is helpful. You mm-hmm. can put overlays on it, uh, streaming it, like I said. And there's a lot of there's a lot of plugins too that work pretty well with it, and little other side programs that just kind of have to work with OBS because mm-hmm. it's such a big such a big platform, and so many people use it. So you're you're given a lot of uh, extra options to just sort of experiment and try new things out. What uh what plugins do you use right off the top of your head? I'm actually not a plugin boy that often. <laughs> okay. What about browser sources? Do you have any of those? Uh, I think I had. I think I had one. I think I might have had some or alerts. Maybe it might have been alerts. I think okay. I had alerts for that. Yeah, but... I have alerts for streaming. I have chat for streaming. Um, and then sometimes I have the Spotify, I have like a Spotify plugin thing that'll show what music I'm listening to if I decide to put music on. Um, and then I create, I went into Photoshop and created like a background and an overlay and put that on the, in the stream. So it's cool. Mm -hmm. I'll say once you learn it, the opportunity that you have with OBS is huge. The one problem Mm -hmm. is you have to get over that hill you got to get over that hill. Right. And there's a lot of bad tutorials out there. That's the thing, too. I've been misinformed more times on OBS than any other program. Because no oh, one yeah, has the right answer. Sure. <laughs> and a lot of times mm. people have the wrong answer. And I screw over my program and have to, you know, reinstall it or something like that. Yeah. And it should go without saying, but if you're streaming using OBS, of course, you're going to take over a lot of CPU and stuff like that. So it is kind of intensive. Uh, not not fraps level, but mm-hmm. you know it's gonna put a strain. So it's not recommended for every computer under the sun. If you have a shitty laptop, it may be able to run Audacity and GIMP. Maybe not OBS. Depends. Right. Uh, and it depends on if you're like you know if you're doing games, you're not gonna be able to do a lot of games on it if you don't have a good enough computer. Uh, myself included. I don't record a lot of the game stuff that I do anymore on OBS just because of my of the amount of CPU it uses, and I ha- I think I have a decent decent computer. Um, I think I have eight cores here, so it's pretty good on the CPU end. Granted, I wanted that for yeah. streaming anyway, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Recording games on Steam is something that I do frequently with it, and even with the Elgato capture card, I do it that way too. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. With OBS, that's good. But I personally use more so for my recording these days, uh, Bandicam. Mm-mm. I know Bandicam. you've used this before too, correct? I have. When OBS doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about it a bit? Because I kind of talked about OBS. Oh, to start sure. Off with. So Bandicam is what I recommend for all you beginners out there, as far as that's concerned. OBS is something that I'd recommend for people who want to move on up a little bit. That's interesting. Uh, okay. But Bandicam, I think, is the good starter option. Granted, it ain't free. But I don't right. I don't think the free limitations that it has on it are enough to uh, really detriment a whole lot. Okay. I mean, I get that they have like a, a... I think they have a watermark on there. I think. Or no, not the watermark. Uh, it's the 10 f- minutes. It's 10 yeah, minutes yeah, it's 10-minute limit. And that might be a big deal, actually. 
yeah. eh, I don't know. It's simple enough, I think, for starting out that unlike, let's say, Hypercam or Camtasia, I don't mind leading people toward Bandicam for a first starting option. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to be too advanced enough to where you couldn't figure it out. So that's what I like about it, personally. So interesting enough, uh, we've gone through these software kind of in the order of the when I used them, which is kind of cool. Sure. <laughs> um, but I started using Bandicam a little over a year ago now. It's been like a year and a couple months because I was having problems with OBS lagging so much and, and I could turn down my video quality, but it would just, you know, not be watchable. Um, so I was looking at software and I found Bandicam and I used the free trial and I realized, hey, my shitty laptop at the time can run these AAA games from the last six years uh, and record them without having any lagging issues. So that was cool. Um, and then I got a better computer and so that even works even better. So I use Bandicam to do all of my regular recording uh, for games. And I like it. I'm using it right now for the, the recording of the it's podcast. Just, it's just better optimized, I think. There's mm -hmm. less that can go wrong. And I think if even if you want to use it with uh, more options professionally, like a lot of them are there. But right. It's, well, it's not nearly as much as OBS, which can be a good thing. <laughs> one of the things I really like about it that I could never get OBS to do, and it may, may or may not be able to do this now. I'm not 100% sure. But one of the things that you can do with Bandicam is when you record a video with a webcam, with a game, then with the game audio and your mic, you can set those all to be saved as different files. And so when I go to my files, instead of having just one video centralized like it would be for OBS, I have four different files, which means that my editing, I can customize the editing and the video a lot more. It gives me a lot, a lot more room to make my videos more professional. You can get separate tracks for OBS as far as video okay. and audio separately. Okay, but you can't with webcam, can you? Uh, no, you I think all your the webcam? videos the same, but okay. the audio you can separate into little things there. That's also fairly new. Sure, I think so, but yeah, I think it's recent. Hmm. But either way, that's good to know. Bandicam is a good boy. I've used it occasionally when OBS doesn't work, and it does its job fairly well. Mm -hmm. Both the free version and the uh, other one. The other one. The other one. <laughs> yeah, the, the other uh, one. The other it was $40 when I bought it. And that's uh, not a which subscription. It's not a subscription, thankfully. Okay. And it's honestly not bad for software I'm going to use for a very long time. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, again, and I, I am somebody that doesn't like to spend money because I don't have much of it. So keep that, you know, keep that in mind. Right. Uh, I think it's, I think it's ROI positive. In the long run. Yes. Definitely. In the long run. Yeah. I I've made more than $40 back on, on this stuff already. And that's without YouTube ad revenue. So there you go. What are you going to do? Again, is that yeah, all boy. for video recording I think that is um, yeah I don't have anything else I'd like to talk about in terms of video recording cool so let's do the ratings 
Let's do the ratings. Yes. Let's start with just the Hypercamp series. I'm just gonna combine all of them together. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would give it like a one. I'm gonna go one as well. There's, they're not. There's no reason to use it. Skip. Don't use it. Skip. Uh, it's a uh, swipe left for me. Swipe left. Yes. Don't swipe right on Hypercamp. So bad. Fraps. Mm-hmm. I'd give it a two. It's still not. It's not worth the money. I'm gonna give it a one. I don't like it at all. Okay. I'm not That's a fair. fan. Swipe left again. This is bad. Still would swipe left. Yeah. Camtasia. Uh two point five. I'm gonna go a three. Actually. Okay. I, I think you could still get some use out of it. However, I say swipe left. Yeah, it's still one of those skippings because of the the small detriments that it does come with it, like wasting time and costing money. I don't right. think it's worth it. Kind of, kind of a thing. Kind of yeah. thing we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Next up, OBS. OBS, I'd give a... F- I think I'd give OBS a four. Okay. Four, four for recording, five for streaming. Ooh, that's fair. I'm going to go five for both. I like OBS a lot. I okay. would... I would recommend OBS to people who probably have a little bit more knowledge about what they're doing and who are willing to sit through all the learning and stuff. So it's mm-hmm. not my beginner-friendly option, but it's That's still fair. one that I would recommend. Okay. And then finally, Bandicam. Bandicam, I would give a I'd give a five to Bandicam because I've had no problems with it. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with five as well. I think Bandicam does its job remarkably well, both for audio and video. And it's my mm-hmm. beginner-friendly choice, whether you do the free one, the paid one, or the other one. <laughs> there's, there's an option for everybody. The other one. Yeah, the other one. <laughs> yeah, the only detriment is it costs money. Sure. And even then, you wouldn't call it that big because you do, you do get worth it. Exactly. That being said, though, if you guys know of a video recording program that's just as good as Bandicam and free and doesn't have all the learning hassle like OBS does, let us know. Yeah, please do, because we'll test it out. Because that would be the sweet spot, but we haven't found it yet. Yeah, uh, also, real quick, as far as streaming software goes, there is XSplit, but it also costs money, and I still think OBS is better. Sure. I haven't used XSplit, so I can't trash it. But uh, I think on value alone, you get more out of OBS. <laughs> Technically, the very first live stream I did, uh, which I don't talk about this because I've actually forgot about it until recently, mm-hmm. was in 2013. Uh, I used XSplit. I used the free version. And it was on blip.tv. Do you remember those at all? I remember blip a little bit, yeah. I didn't use it much, but uh, a website that I was a big part of did a podcast live on there. And so I tried to do a live recording. I tried to do like a live stream on there as well. And I did. And it was a uh, it was an adult game on Newgrounds. So that was interesting. Oh. <laughs> that was that was very interesting. Uh, unfortunately, it's nowhere to be found. I, I kind of wished it was because that'd be funny <laughs> to, to be go back and relive. But uh, we live yeah. the cringe. Yeah, pretty pretty much. The cringe. I wanted to briefly mention a YouTube video downloader as well. Okay. I wouldn't exactly put it in the editing section, but it's not really a recorder either. It's just sort of a helpful thing about video in general. 
what mm-hmm. YouTube Video Downloader is is a program that you download, fairly small, fairly easy, ain't gonna crash. And you put a YouTube link into it, and it automatically downloads that video MP4, and you got mm-hmm. the file, and you're ready to go. Pretty helpful. It also does a pretty good job of if you give it video, it will convert it to whatever you need. And the same is said for uh, audio. You can put the YouTube link in there and it will give you the only audio part of it if you want. And then you can change that audio to a wave MP3 and stuff like that. So I think number one, it's helpful because you can download YouTube videos, which is just helpful because sometimes you're mentioning a video and you want to show it, but you don't want to screen record it. Right. You maybe don't have a backlog of your own stuff. Having YouTube video downloader there is kind of cool for that. And then number two, all the converting. It's the only converting program I have because I can't find another one that does a good enough job. There's too many shitty converting programs out there. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I'm using the free version. There's a paid version too, but it's it's not worth it personally. No. So check out. YouTube video downloader, I give it a five out of five. Now remember, ethically, you know, you don't want to use this program to steal people's content. Because <laughs> people it. do that. Right. Or re-upload. Yeah. yeah, people do that. Uh you want to use this stuff for like creative purposes and uh you know, maybe highly edited reaction vids or like you said, you know, using it for your own your own stuff, or if it's like clips of something that you want to use in your video, like that's fine. But it's really helpful. Yeah. Um, I also use Handbrake Ooh. to uh, convert, uh, what is it? I forgot the MKV MKV files, which is common for DVDs and Blu-rays. Um, I convert those to MP4s with Handbrake. Break. So it took me forever to find a program that actually allowed me to do that. And that's a pretty common software that a lot of people are using to compress files anyways. So you'd recommend Handbrake for sure? I, I would recommend Handbrake, yeah. Five out of five? I'd give it a five out of five. Hey. I don't use it that often, but when I do, it works. It does its job, so. It's the same with me with YouTube Video Downloader. Mm-hmm. Great when I need it. Otherwise, it just kind of kind of sits there. Cool. <laughs> Actually use uh, convertinmp4.com. Ooh. <laughs> it used to be... Uh, YouTube in mp4.com. That's what it used to be. I used to use it at school. I download videos at school because I, I didn't, all I had to have was the link. I didn't, so you know, you used to not be able to watch YouTube videos at school. If you had the link and you went to this website and downloaded it, you could just watch the videos anyways. <laughs> and so I used to do this. Uh, but then they changed their name like four months ago. They probably got taken down or some shit. I don't know. Probably. But. They also allow you to download the stuff in uh, MP3, so that's cool. But if you want a centralized program that you can download on your PC, then YouTube Video Downloader is the the go-to. I agree with that. The way to go. Yeah. I know the way. The way. Yes. (laughs) We both made the same meme. That's perfect. Exactly. (laughs) On top of our meme. meme is not dead yet. Uh, I don't know about that. It's February. (laughs) I do not want that meme to be dead yet. Ugh. Um, I'll have to anyways. let me know in the comments, commenters. Is that meme officially dead yet? <laughs> I need to know. Exactly. Because obviously I'm a poor judge. I, I use damn Daniel on a regular basis, and that's like unfortunately, right? <laughs> that's a, that's a bad one. That's the one I hate. 
But anyways, uh, the next thing is still talking about video is video editing softwares. This is the last category and arguably if you're a YouTuber, probably the most important. This is where all the magic happens and uh, from your other programs, you can put it together to make a, a spicy video. But Aiden, do you really need to edit your videos? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you do. Don't but upload what if you're the raw a let's player. Can't don't you just... upload the raw video file. Ever. Don't. Can't you just Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Even 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 if you're somebody who's like a let's player, right? Here mm-hmm. here are a few things that everybody should be doing. Right? Number one, mm-hmm. probably most important. If you can cut out and edit parts where nothing is happening, for the love of God, do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. You want to show everything, but no one wants to watch a, a, an hour-long episode. I've learned that firsthand. Uh, cut out as much as you can. Also, if you're not particularly funny or interesting, editing <laughs> of comedy can be helpful, whether that's memes, whether that's cranking your audio up when you say something real funny-like. <laughs> Stop taking a Seinfeld JPEG and swirling it around and maybe like include a mini version of the Seinfeld theme because the original is copyrighted, but minis aren't. <laughs> you know, like you can add a little bit of spice and yeah, if definitely. you use overlays, if you use webcams, if you record your audio separately, syncing all that stuff together is a requirement. If you just record it all like that, sometimes it might not be synced and sometimes you'll end up being screwed. And Hey, when you render your video, it'll look a little bit nicer too. Mm-hmm. And also, you can disable resample in your editing as well, which is a great thing for games, especially more modern. Resample? I'm sorry, I don't actually don't know what that is. Really? Yeah. Uh, so disabling resample, I think when you're recording, uh, if you're doing game specific stuff, mm-hmm. it can get rid of. Uh, I think ghosting and interlacing. And in modern games in particular. It's not really okay. useful in the more retro stuff, but it can be helpful okay. for that. And I have that in Vegas a whole lot. And it helps my helps my footage look a little bit better. But then again, I play a lot of retro games anyway, so I don't see a whole lot of the benefit sometimes. Yeah. I mean same. But uh yeah, that that's just a couple of things. Even if you're a let's player, even if you're just record it. There's some things you can do, and I'm sure I missed a few, Zach, so if I did... Uh, yeah, I think one of the biggest things now is having end cards. End cards, yeah. End cards, so you have to kind of edit those in. An intro, but... You don't need one if you're a Let's Player, though, to be fair. No. I I don't like intros on Let's Plays, unless unless you're the Game Grumps. Fair. That's the only people that are allowed to have an intro. I do it all It isn't, hey, my name is... Oh, your intro is good too. It's short. That's the thing. Don't it's have a short. Intro. It's something that's catchy, and it's not dubstep, and it's actually a decent logo. Fair. So, you know, a lot of people get into the habit of having these terrible intros from 2014. Okay, so the disable resample thing, I went to look up at what it legitimately did, just in case I was wrong. Mm-hmm. So when you have resample on. You mix frames through blending in case of Vegas. Blending takes okay. account the difference in time, so more close frames will will be less transpa- less transparent, and fairer ones will be more transparent and combine pictures. As a result, you get a picture with ghosts. It is not a problem for stack pictures as they're quite similar and produces movement for slow motion, 
but quite visible ghost for fast motion. Another pretty useful feature for that is if you do like skateboard videos as well, or any kind of like okay. sports stuff like that, because you're going so fast anyway. Uh, not having the resample there gets the previous slash nearest frame. Here, source frames that don't fit in the project are simply lost. No single bit of information goes to project preview slash rendering. So, mm-hmm. hey, it can be helpful for, for game stuff and, and the like. There you go. Learn something new every day. It has to do with frames. It's a bunch of nerdy shit. I got that off of that makes the sense. biggest creative info forum. Shout out to Warper. Who posted that in 2014? Uh, <laughs> Thank <sweet>. you. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> You're allowed on the podcast any day, Warper. If you find this. <laughs> what if he is watching the podcast? How cool would that be? That would be really cool. Now but, I'm gonna let um, Zach talk about the first editing software first because one? I have yes. to go pee. So okay. take it away. Okay. Well, I will briefly say if you're using a Mac, which I'm sorry, but if you're using a Mac, you do have iMovie, which is completely free, and it does its job. You can put in software. You can edit out chunks. If you're doing something simple, there you go. That's all you need. Other than that, uh, the very first software that I ever used to edit and a software that I still use to this day is Windows Movie Maker. What's nice about Windows Movie Maker is, once again, like iMovie on the Mac, it's very simple. You just put in your audio, your video. You can also put in an extra audio track on top of the video, so you can have the two audio tracks if you're recording your audio separately uh, with like Audacity or something. So you're good to go there. You can also add in titles and transitions and stuff, which uh, sometimes that's good. Sometimes that just looks very amateurish um, and isn't good. But what I personally use Windows Movie Maker for these days is when I record gameplay with Bandicam uh, because of the way frame rates records with games uh, and it being a variable frame rate and not a strict frame rate like a, like a camera would or a webcam. Uh, when I put those files into Bandicam, my audio to my game and my video will be desynced. So sometimes, or every time I record a gameplay video with Bandicam, I have to put that video into uh, Windows Movie Maker first, render that, and then I can render that through the uh, editing software. I agree. <laughs> on all of that <laughs> on all of that said have you ever used windows movie maker i have not recently even in the past yeah. couple of years i know you get a lot more use out of it in particular but just mm-hmm. starting out hey it's got all the basics there a lot of exactly really transfers it's pretty easy mm-hmm. doesn't require a whole lot and it's gotten better I actually update it occasionally which is cool yes mm-hmm. iMovie i have no experience with sorry if you're a mac uh, <laughs> I have very, very limited experience. Uh, I used it one summer at a summer camp thing. I made a music video to Lincoln Park's Numb. Mm. That was that was fun. That, that sounds real edgy, dude. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, mm-hmm. pretty, no, it wasn't Numb. It was what I've done. Oh, wow. Now you're a lot yeah. less normie. Now you're like... <laughs> you go. went out of normie territory and kind of... Like, ooh, it's a different song. It Min- Minutes to Midnight, I think. It's a pretty good song. Pretty good album. But uh, anyways, what's the next video editing software? What do you mean, dude? I don't edit my videos. I just upload them <laughs> directly uh, to YouTube. 
Editing, hey, Sam. Editing's for chumps, actually. So figured I'd throw that Agreed. out there. Uh, I'm going to go to, by far, the most expensive option on this list, but one that I feel can be used correctly if you mm-hmm. know what you're doing. And that's Camtasia Studio, the editing program. I think this thing like costs 300 or $400 by itself, which is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. But you get a lot of your timeline features. And it had a cool mm-hmm. thing where if you look at your preview window, you could move objects there in the preview window and not have to do it separately, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. So when I was just starting out, and I got Camtasia Studio, uh, totally legally, by the way. <laughs> yeah, all four hundred dollars. Yeah. When I coughed up all four hundred dollars as an eighth grader to buy Camtasia <laughs> Studio, uh, yeah. it was really cool because it was super simple and easy to learn, and I think that was the best part about it. However, it did kind of get outdated, and switching over to something like Vegas was ultimately better for me in the long run. However, a lot of my early videos uh, were done via Camtasia Studio on my first channel, Mr. Mario 952, and then that was renamed to the Splutter Show. So, a lot of my early YouTube memories were with Camtasia Studio, and it works pretty well with the uh, recorder as well. So, if you're doing that, you can kind of work together. I will say, uh, even though the money is really the thing that holds me back from recommending it to anybody. Right. However, uh, there is a bigger community around it now these days to the point where there are tons of plugins similar to Adobe Premiere. There are tons of plugins and there's so many more tutorials now out there that, uh, you know, you could really find a lot of use with it, especially since it's directly, um, you know, it's directly usable with a video recording software that it is very beginner friendly. Mm-hmm. Which sucks that it's expensive. That's that's the problem. Like I, it makes no sense why why they do that. It doesn't at all. Maybe if they went to a subscription based service, it'd be better. Um, they do better. I could recommend it more. But, but yeah, just ain't that good. Just ain't that no. good. Real quick, uh, I did want to mm-hmm. mention that we're not going to be talking about Final Cut here because right, I've used it. Although a lot of people do, and a lot of people get their mileage out of it, I just don't hear a lot of people talking about it. Is the thing, like, I hear about Final Cut when it comes to movie making. Okay, so, so if you're making movies, it's it's really much more into that. I mean, if you're making short films, it's probably really worth it, especially if you're trying to get into, you know, movie making and stuff. I'd say go for it. I don't know how much the how much it is. I know it's expensive. Right. Uh, but it is supposed to be a solid software. I just don't know anything about it besides what I just said. It's been around for about as long as Premiere and all these other ones. Have. Oh, yeah. It, it's 100%. got updates and stuff. But, you know, that being said, there are a lot of video editors out there. And the bigger and bigger YouTube gets, there are more and more companies trying to offer an editor of some kind. Some are free and pretty good. Others, not as much. But uh, mm-hmm. that being said, we, we just can't mention all of them because there's so many now. We're not stuck with Windows Movie Maker anymore, thank God. <laughs> you know, exactly. We don't live in that universe anymore where that's the only viable option. So that's pretty cool. It is. It is really good. But anyway, on to you. So the, uh, the only other one that I use on this list is, right, hinted at it a little bit, 
Hmm. Adobe Premiere. Wow, the buildup paid off. Here we are. Adobe Premiere. Such a good software. I love it. I honestly love it. Um, the, The amount of things that you can do with the software is amazing. And, uh, I mean, I've, I've had problems with it before in the past. Uh, number one, if you're using kind of a, uh, not as good of a computer, you will have issues with it. Uh, unfortunately. Same with Camtasia, really. A lot of these editing programs aren't the best in compatibility, at least if you have weaker computers. Right. But if you, you know, if you get a decent computer, you should be able to run Premiere at least decently well. I still have issues with it every once in a while on my rig, Mm -hmm. but I can just downscale the video when I'm editing it and like when I'm looking at it, you know, in the window and I'm perfectly okay. Uh, Again, the compatibility that it has with things like Premiere and Audition, it's, you know, by far helpful there. Uh, What I really, really like about it is that I can render videos um i can render multiple videos at once that's really cool which is really cool with uh, adobe media encoder i can export a video file and then just render those videos uh directly you know when i'm when i'm in bed or something or when i'm away i can render like 10 videos at a time or more and it's it's great i don't think vegas can do that so i'm pretty chilly yeah it's it's a safe it's a it's a time saver Again, it does cost that money. Uh, if you want to save the subscription cost at first, which I would recommend actually, right off the bat, you could buy like Adobe Premiere Elements for like 50 bucks. It is slightly different, much like Photoshop Elements is, but you can get the same, you can get some of the, the basics down and then move on to the Pro, which uh, I find to be very nice. Yep. It's used in filmmaking stuff too as well. It is, yeah, yeah. So it's not just a, a strictly YouTuber uh, thing, although it works for right. that too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people use this software than the one that I know you're going to talk about uh, on YouTube. The last one, last editing software we're going to talk about, and the one I use currently is called Sony Vegas. Oh wait, it ain't anymore actually. I think it's actually called Magic's Vegas because they dropped the Sony name from it. Interesting. Yeah. So it's just called Vegas Pro now, but they don't have the Sony name on it like they used to. That's very interesting. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I have no idea. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Okay. Originally published by Sonic Foundry, then by Sony Creative, and now by Magic's. Yes. Okay. I was right. There you go. Who would have... Who would have... Who would have thunk it? Very intriguing, for Magic sure. Magic started under Vegas Pro 14, so all the previous versions were Sony in particular. Anyway, Vegas, as I'm just going to call it from here on out, because I'm not calling it Magic's Vegas, because it sounds like a Disney casino <laughs> rather than an actual <laughs> editing uh, software, yeah, is I agree. what I use currently. And the way I started on it, actually, kind of going back to what I said earlier, I was on a collaborative mm-hmm. channel called the Duper Brothers. That's when I first did that Kirby LP. And because it was a group channel, we all kind of had to use the same editing software. Uh, because Austin, the main guy over it, wanted control over the files. 
And so if mm-hmm. I was trying to edit things in Camtasia Studio, you know, that has its own little preset. Like if you just save the file, it'll be like a cam.exe file, right? Right. Put that in Vegas. Sure, I could render it, but then he wouldn't have as much control <laughs> over it to add things like an intro and outro because fun fact, I was pretty bad at editing at the time. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it was that reason that he urged us all to get on to Vegas and I tried it out. And it was very hard to learn at first, especially compared to Camtasia Studio. But it didn't take me that long, and it's not nearly as bad as OBS's learning curve. And once I That's figured good. it out, it was pretty cool. And I got access to a lot more stuff. Like I said, disabling resample, uh, doing more timeline-based edits, things like uh, opacity, viewability, stuff like that, transitions, you know? Mm-hmm just so many more creative projects that I couldn't have done. Keyframes. Yeah, keyframes. Just so much stuff. Animation. I did little animations for a mm-hmm. while. Great stuff altogether. And, you know, I'm still learning. Oh, I don't know if y'all heard that. <laughs> My computer beeped. Free up storage space. Thanks, Windows. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't know that. Anyway, I'm still learning new stuff with Vegas all the time, and it's really cool. Eventually, I'll probably switch over to Premiere because that seems to be more standard. Vegas has just kind of gotten the reputation of a YouTube gamery editing rig, and it would mm. be nice to get on something a little bit more widespread like Premiere. Uh, but for the time being, there's still a lot that I want to learn and things that I think will transfer over just fine. And yeah, mm. Sony Vegas is a good program. Sure, it can occasionally crash, but a lot of editing software does. Sure, you're not going to have all True. the compatibility with the Adobe stuff. And sure, there's going to be a couple of things that are a bit different here and there, shortcuts and the like, but it's it's very similar, and it does cost money. Not that not that I pay for it, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair on. enough. There you go. There's a lot of YouTube tutorials out there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, uh, back in the day, a lot of people that I watched talked about they using Sony Vegas to record, and so I mean to edit. So I, for the longest time, really wanted it. Uh, and then my parents bought me for like my birthday one year, like my, my birthday present that year was a combo pack of Premiere Elements and Photoshop Elements to get it like $50 at Sam's Club. I was like, okay, cool. I got a new editing software. And so I used that and then got a, got a creative cloud because of my job. And so haven't looked back since. Here we are. <laughs> what even is Sony Vegas? I don't know. What is the Sony? <laughs> I do know people that use it. I know a fair amount of people that use it. So I think it's the second most common option, or probably the most common, actually. It might be the most common. It's up there. Mm-hmm. That and Premiere are pretty pretty high up there with Camtasia and Final Cut kind of being three yeah. and four, respectively. Right. But that's all we have for editing. Let's quickly mm-hmm. go over to the ratings. Oh, boy. Starting first with iMovie. I I mean, that's a two out of five. I can't rate it. I, I recommend it if you're a Mac user and you don't want to download anything. <laughs> if you're doing very basic shit, like, it's free. Fair. Is there any other free editing software that we've talked about? There's not. Yeah, there is. What? Movie Maker. Movie Maker. Well, yeah, yeah, Movie Maker. Yeah. But Which is Mac. still, like... <laughs> <laughs> maybe a three out of five 
I would go probably, probably still a 2.5. I'll go 2.5. I think that's a little bit more reasonable. It's occasionally helpful and is by far the best starting point. If you're mm. a beginning editor, try out uh, Movie Maker. Or if you're a pirate, try out Camtasia Studio first because that's also fairly easy. But if you want to go the, the free right. legal route, Movie Maker will teach you a lot of the essentials and basics. Just be prepared for a little bit of bullshit along the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is yeah, definitely. Fair? Is that fair to recommend yeah. it to beginners? That's how yeah, 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 definitely. Going. Definitely. I think it's, I think for very basic editing stuff, I mean, a, a lot of people that go into movies and a lot of the, you know, big YouTubers now, a lot of the biggest like movie directors and editors and stuff of this day and age, like the last 10, 10 years, they, 10, 15 years, like they started on Windows Movie Maker. So. Mm-hmm. They filmed stuff with their camera. They edited all of it in Windows Movie Maker. They figured, you know, they made do with what they had, so. And I mean, like, editing down to its basics involves splitting clips and deleting them or adding clips and, you know, putting them there. Something Windows Movie Maker can do. (laughs) Exactly. You master that part, that'll transfer anywhere else. And that's the thing, too. Editing in and of itself is, like, so many people do it so many different ways. I'm not going to say that it's not technical because it is, but there's a lot mm-hmm. of theory and, and practice there that you can pick up anywhere, really, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. So it, it's interesting to see where people start and how people evolve. But for me, 2.5. Recommend it if you're a beginner. If you're not, mm-hmm. skip away. Uh, Camtasia yeah. Studio. I give Camtasia a three. A I third. would give it higher if it didn't have that big price sure. value. Yeah. It's just impractical if you're not a pirate. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Exactly. It's impractical. Um, I gave it a three for nostalgic value and where I started. Uh, exactly. Eh. One and like I said, like there are still a ton of plugins today now, and there's there's a ton of tutorials, and like you can do a lot of good shit with it. It's just that prices. It's just you can get stuff cheaper. I agree. I agree a lot heartedly. And granted, Vegas and freaking, you know, Premiere do cost money, but not mm, nearly right. the amount. Right. <laughs> not even nearly. Let's see. I wanted to Google just to be sure that we were right on that price there. Unless they've changed it. They may have. This one says about 200 roughly. Okay. Although I'm looking just to be sure. Fair. Yeah, I'm getting about 200 or so. Okay. Which compared to the other two, let's see. So me... Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you don't know the price? Uh, you know. Um, the software that you use every day of your life? What do you mean? It's almost like you didn't buy it. <laughs> Holy cow. Sony Vegas Pro is $600. Holy shit. But that's the Pro version. I'm going to go down with so maybe you want to get Camtasia over exactly. Vegas. Uh, Pro Edit is three hundred ninety nine. Okay. So That's Vegas a lot of Pro three sixty five. The twelve month plan for completing video audio for the complete mm-hmm. video and audio editing package. So if you want to do it based on dis- subscriptions, you can use it for sixteen dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Just okay. something that Camtasia didn't offer. And then Pro Suite is $800. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why did I not know this? 
<laughs> there you go. Why did I not know this? Anyway, Adobe Premiere. You probably saw it and then forgot about it because you pirated it. I mean... I mean, because you probably. bought it. And you didn't need to know the price after you bought it. Yeah, after I paid that much money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Vegas, what do you get the... Uh, Vegas is, score. is good. I'm a little concerned now. <laughs> mm, about I don't know that, why. That, that price tag, specifically. It's a little scary. Yeah? Um, it's almost like that's a lot of money. An ungodly amount. <laughs> a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, probably, probably a solid four. It's still a really good program. I can't deny that. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's fair. It's just I can't, I can't rate it. I've never used it. It's just damn. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of money. All right, and then last but not least, Adobe Premiere. Uh, I give it a five out of five. Pretty good. I yeah, it's. Camera. I mean, it's great. Again, like money wise, it does. You do have to pay for it monthly. There is no pro version that you can just buy outright, which is unfortunate, by the way. Nineteen ninety nine for for the just that app a month. <laughs> just for the app a month, okay. Which is you know at the end of the day is about fifty if you're doing the bundle. Yeah, which isn't bad. I don't think. I, I think if you make the step, and this is this is the whole thing behind all of this in general. If you make the step towards doing this as a hobby to wanting to do this professionally as your career, uh, spending $50 a month towards your career is... A good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's, a, it's such a low, low price uh, in the, in the grand scheme of things, because if you're driven enough and you want to, you know, you work hard enough, theoretically, and I say this for myself as well, like, hopefully, you know, I'll make the, the all that money back and more, you know? Sure. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Piracy is just kind of a thing in the software space, especially. And because it's so easy. Well, right. Right. debatably. And I mean, like, it's a thing that pops up in definitely other communities, your anime communities, you know, games, stuff like that. Yeah, it's definitely. It's going to happen, you know. You, mm -hmm. No matter how hard you try to regulate it, it's going to be a thing. That being said, though, if you are in the financial position where you can pay an amount of money to help better your career, it's one thing if you just, like, need it for, like, a school project. It's another if this is what you do every day, right? So know who you are, what type of person right. you are, how much mileage you're going to get out of it. And if you can pay money, do it, do it. Support the things you love. That's just the that's just the thing in general. That goes right. For I anime, think I games, whatever, DVDs, movies. Mm -hmm. Support what you love. I think I work on videos probably like when it comes down to everything that's around it, including networking and stuff. Probably 90, 90 hours or more a week. Uh, and then you know if you you do the math. $30 a month if you're a student divided the, by those 90 hours a week every you know every week like that that money that amount of money is infinitesimal to what you know the amount of value that you're getting agree okay. okay. so and I would be paying for that if I had that available <laughs> right. to me and I will one day okay. yeah I'll definitely right so you all should to beg 
if you want to try it out, if you want to see what's up, I'm not going to tell you no. I'm just going to say, you do you. You do you, baby. Mm-hmm. And for the love but of hey, God, uh, don't pay $700 for Vegas. Do the subscription. <laughs> it's too much yeah. money. <laughs> do the subscription. $16. It's fine. <laughs> don't do uh, don't do Camtasia either. Yeah, $200. That's the thing. Even though Vegas is more expensive than Camtasia, the mm-hmm. fact that Vegas actually has a subscription model and Camtasia doesn't means that Vegas is going to be infinitely more accessible to people. <laughs> right. Just by itself. Agreed. So, plus Vegas offers more, so that's, that's that. I don't feel so bad about that anymore. I've worked it out, guys. I've worked it out. There you go. Do you have any more of the software that we might not have forgotten about? Um... Right podcast? off top of my head, and on the very bottom of this list, we didn't talk about uh, capture card software. Oh, yeah, we so didn't. if you get an Elgato or a Roxio or a uh, a One Touch Diamond for twenty five dollars off of Amazon, don't judge. Used to use it. Yeah, but uh, they typically come with some kind of software, and you can use that software to record your gameplay. Um, if that's your if that's your fancy, I don't personally use the Elgato software i don't think it's optimized enough i do some um okay but uh it is there so mm-hmm. typically you know. a lot of these capture card softwares will also include streaming programs as well they're really bad don't right <laughs> do not no not unless you have like a really really good computer and if that's the case you probably already know all of this <laughs> probably be using obs instead like you know yeah you get more options out of it that way some of them are better at recording than others. I remember the Hophog in particular was pretty bad, but that software, Elgato's is miles better. And it's kind mm-hmm. of, they're kind of the standard when it comes to capture cards, so their software kind of reflects that as well. But you right. can use uh, OBS instead if you really don't want to even bother with it. That being said, some capture cards might not even be supported by OBS. And if that's the case, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Sorry for you. <laughs> and then I'm looking on my desktop various programs that i use pretty frequently discord we've talked about it in the the episode about networking and building a community that's also obviously very important uh restream chat i use to stream on multiple platforms and look at the chat from both platforms stream um, pretty cool mm-hmm. make mkv you can put your dvd in your computer and turn it into an mkv file 7-zip, because you're going to be downloading a lot of uh, zipped files, and you kind of need a way to mm-hmm. them. Yeah, that or WinRAR. Or WinRAR, fair. And uh, VLC Media Player, I use that a good bit. Logitech webcams stuff. also come with software to help uh, adjust that yes. if you want. It can also record. That's true. And then I have QuickTime Player on here, I don't know why though. <laughs> I don't think I've ever used that, but I have uh, installed it millions of times. Uh, because <laughs> every program used to require you to have it. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. It's I agree. Uh, let's see what else I have on there. I have the Elgato sound capture software. Sorry. I do too, but I don't use it. Yeah, just go ahead and ignore it. It doesn't run well. Uh, Wavepad hey. sound editor is another audio editing thing, although it costs money, but you can use a free trial on it, which is cool. Okay. And I think that's about it as far as that's. Get get reinquated or, uh, you know, get inquated. What is the word I'm looking for? Holy Acquainted. shit! Is that in- acquainted? There we go. 
Wow. Get acquainted or reacquainted with uh, Task Manager. <laughs> That's also very, very nice. When you have million programs that you're using all the time, sometimes those programs will still be running in the background. When You don't want that. You don't want that. And sometimes exactly. you find that you just have programs that you should have got rid of a long time ago. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is very true. Help them out. I don't have a whole lot on mine. I have very little. It's only what I need. That's nice. I just deleted some some older programs recently, so that was that was very cathartic. Things like Dropbox and Google Drive are helpful for storage if you need a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. As well as a, you know, Google in particular with Word and stuff can help you write scripts, a spreadsheet for scheduling, a lot of stuff. Right. There's plenty of free scheduling software, and check out a bunch of websites as well. There's a lot of CEO related websites out there. There's, you know. Sorts of SEO. You said yeah, CEO. <laughs> My bad. It's like, I'm sure there are also CEO websites. Fair enough. You want to be a CEO? Pipe it up. <laughs> exactly. But uh, all in all, thanks, Patient, for giving us the uh, the idea for the podcast. If anybody else has any ideas for episodes that you want us to talk about, please, I'm begging you, <laughs> help us out. Sure. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, nah, we, we're, we're here to help you as much as we are wanting, you know, that that's what we're here for. We're here to help you. This episode's proof of that because now if you haven't heard of any of these programs or needed to do a specific thing, you now have options. Granted, all of them will not work for you and you might have different opinions on what these programs are like in your experience, but at least you know about them. At least they're there. Exactly. And there are tutorials aplenty. So get to learning and get to creating something. That's that's the important thing. Who cares about the software and the specs and all that stuff? You can if you can make something on your YouTube channel, no matter what you use, that's good software. Yeah. I agree, one hundred percent. If you're popping it off with Paint and Movie Maker, and you're still making good stuff, who am I going to care what you use? Right? Like <laughs> whatever. Exactly. Ultimately, it comes down to that execution, not what you have and the equipment and everything. Like how well or how well is the video itself? That's mm-hmm. what I That's subjective quality. Yeah. It's important. Although software can help. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Very, very much help. <laughs> definitely. But uh, now that we're done with our main topic, you want to read the, the couple of comments that we have from last time? Uh, I don't have do you want me? Do you want me to read them or do you want to read them? I can send them to you. Yeah. Send them to me. I'll Professionalism. I'll read thing. I'll read it. I'll give it up. I'll give it a red. There you go. There you go. There you go. As soon as it's done loading, any minute now. Loading. Yeah. Wow. It's like you need a faster computer. I have. We talked about software, but the heck. It's just trash. Need that Google Fiber, my boy. Google Fiber. That's what it's. Yeah. It's like Google Fiber. That's that's goals, honestly. I can get Google Fiber like tomorrow. Dude. Yo, you didn't even put the links in the JZoomster episode, shame. Did I not? Exposed. That's hilarious. Alright, I'll fix that. The shit is still not loading, Jesus. I'm gonna refresh. Okay. I'll try that. Professionalism, it's a thing. We'll come back to the most professional podcast. I'm gonna make a little professionalism jingle. I'm gonna use it on most of my videos, because, you know... <laughs> 
let's let's be honest about professionalism here. It's a facade. I'm a fake. <laughs> oh man! I, hey, I'll go ahead and read the. F- you got it. <laughs> Would you look Sweet. at that? As Sweet. first comment is from Calfro, who says, mm-hmm. "Great video, fellas." Referring to yeah. our episode eleven interviewing Jay the Zoomster, a personal favorite episode of mine. I like that. I like that interview. Yeah. And we'll have more interviews good interview. coming. So just just you wait. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. We do. And then we also got a comment from the patient who said, Jay just broke my heart. Am I not special to you? Jay, in the last episode, was talking about like all the people in the Discord. He's like, mm-hmm. patient's nice and all, and all these UK people are nice, but I don't like, we're not like serious, serious, like real homies or whatever. <laughs> so patient is obviously... I forgot strong. about that. She also says, definitely enjoyed this interview and love to see more. Fucked off doing college work just so I could listen to it. Goals. Goals. Wow. That's so nice. My big takeaway would be reach out to people. Take that risk because you really don't have anything to lose. Who knows? You could end up with some strong friends as a result. As for video ideas, a software video would be pretty interesting. You know, that does sound pretty interesting. We should uh, should do one of those. Sometime. We should tackle that yeah. at some point. I agree. Another, maybe in another could be, uh, could be cool. Maybe next time yeah. we'll talk about software. But those are all the YouTube comments. <laughs> Thank you for them. Yeah. I carded them and I'll... And I'll like them. I'll give a little like. There you go. Everybody gets a like. We love your feedback, your comments. Speaking of comments, Absolutely. let us know what your opinion on the software we talk about in this episode, as well as what software do you use? Is there any cool programs mm-hmm. we don't know about? Let us know. Particularly know. if you have one that markets your videos everywhere without you having to do anything, that'd be cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or one that makes my SEO godlike, that would also be cool. <laughs> uh, yes but uh you know other stuff too that'd be nice mm-hmm. um and at the end of the day if you liked this podcast if it helped you at all please leave a like please leave a little rating on itunes or google plus mm. not google plus google play uh that that'll help us a lot i'm about to get all these back up on those platforms so it'll be that'll be nice that'd be cool. uh let us, you know, hit that subscribe button if you're not already subscribed. And, uh... Let us pray. <laughs> let, us, let us pray. <laughs> so bad. Rate, the, the, yeah. rate this podcast oh, if, one star if you heard if you heard my mom in there. <laughs> I never heard her. So. You did? Wow. Hmm. Must have been me. She showed up halfway through. That's, that's great. Wonderful. If you would like to be a uh, interview on the podcast... Please, please let us know. You can send me an email at uh, ZacksteinerProductions at gmail.com. Tell me what you do. Send me your links to your videos and or Twitch or whatever it is that you do on online content creation, and we'd love to have you. Yeah. Love to have you it'll on. Be a, it'll be a fun time. We'll ask, we'll ask different questions, I promise. <laughs> it won't be the same. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. But anyways... um. Do you want to do the outro too? Ooh, I would actually if <laughs> if oh okay. I, I I remember it. I remember it now. I was gonna say wow. I didn't remember it, but it came back to me like literally right there. I think you came up with the outro too. That's what's funny. That's the sad part. If you really think about it. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm Twenty One Savage, and I'm Little Wayne, and we thank you for listening to this episode of. 
another YouTube podcast. See ya. Bank account. Bye. Bye.